we had a little bit of a break. We're on page Mem Gimel, Kol Soid Hachaim. After the three, the three dots, Kol Soid Hachaim. The whole secret of life is what is coming back and, and putting together what we were talking about. The Pella, the Mafli Lasas, the wonder that is called by different names. There, there are code words terms, Soid Ha'ibur was what we were talking about a month ago. That secret that Chazal called the Soid Ha'ibur of the of the alignment, of aligning in Halacha, the sun and the moon, that's called Soid Ha'ibur. On a deeper level, we learned that the, that the Chama, the sun, is the mind, the intellect, which corresponds more to the way of the zakha of the male in a relationship. And levana is from the word lev, heart, which corresponds to the kala, to the wife. On a deeper level, shalom bayis is what we've been learning about. Shalom bayis making peace between the, the world of the mayach, of the intellect, and of the heart, and of one's emotions. That is the side of 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 um, of Mafli Lasas. The Pella, the wonder of joining together those two hafachim, but those two opposites of the Mayach, the mind, and the heart, that's the key to one's entire Avadis Hashem. We spent a great deal of time learning about the, the um, inability of a person who is completely of the Mayach, who's completely bound to the intellect, and the inability of a person who's completely bound to the emotions of the heart to achieve a true level of Yerushalayim. But rather, he must find a way, a Pesach, which the Ramchal is going to be teaching us, to be able to strike a balance between those two worlds, of the intellect and of the emotions, of the Mayach and of the life, of the Chama, the sun, and the Levana, and the, and the moon. Which is really what, which is really what yesterday's yontif, which tubov, which tubov really is, is is about. Without going into it right now, that's why it was a time of shaduchim. Lahayim tovim yisrael, the yom hakipurim, chamisha shabav yom kipurim. That that shidduch between the between the zacha, the male, which is the mayach, the intellect, and the nekeva, the kala, which is the heart, the emotions. That that should that that shidduch was. Especially, especially on the time of Tuba, the time of Tuba, and the time of Yom Kippur, which is very deeply connected to all that we're talking about. So he continues to explain on them Gimel after the three dots. Kol Said Hachaim, the entire secret of life. Kol Said Hachaim, who be'etzem lechaber as a seichel v'haregesh, is be'etzem binding together the seichel, the intellect. The haragish and the emotions, and to be able to, to be able to, be piled to act in a way that is balanced, with these two worlds of the intellect and of the emotions, integrated in a healthy way. On the one hand, there's the way of cold, cold halacha. Yikrev Hadin Sahar means that that the din, the halacha, 
pierces through and breaks through the, the mountain, that's Haseichel Hakar, which is the cold intellect. Zu Any That's not a way of life. Any Pesach that would be, any Pesach that would only have a brilliant mind without a feeling heart would not be able to understand how to Paschal for the Jews who are coming to him. Even though he would know, strictly speaking, he would know from that perspective of Yikai Fadin Sahar, he would know Halacha A, B, and C, and he would know this Machlech's from the Shach and the Taz, but in order to be able to feel the situation of that particular person or that particular couple, it's not just a matter of knowing the halach in a cold way, in a mathematical way. It wouldn't work. That's not a way of life. So a human being is not a machine. Regish Levad, on the other hand, if there were only emotions, Regish Levad, Gamzu also, That also is not a way of life. Gamzu enaderachayim. Shoyikvar hizhirun chazal. Kal merachem al ha'achzorim. Soifilis achzer al rachmanim. We see so much of this nowadays that when a person's when a person's mind is not is not um, when a person's mind is not um, balanced with the emotions and he's imprisoned and controlled entirely by his emotions, then it could come to a situation where. We have a person has rachmanis on those who are cruel. Has rachmanis, uh, you know, has rachmanis on 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 the on the on Iran. Has rachmanis on Rishayim. Has rachmanis when he, in a place where he's supposed to use achzarius. A person's emotions, if a person's emotions dictate to him what's right and what's wrong, so we understand. That it's very easy for somebody to fall into this mistake of being kol merachem al There are times in life where you have to treat people with cruelty, not because you're cruel, but because those individuals are rishayim and they're dangerous and they're destructive. And if you have rachmanus on them, we see this time after time that when it comes to the situation uh, in Israel and how to deal with the terrorists and in other places of how to deal with the terrorists. So if you're going to be merachem al you can have Rachmanis on the Achzarim, then in the end what happens is, Saifel is Achzal Rachmanim. In the end, you're going to be cruel to those people who, who really are worthy of your Rachmanis and are worthy of your love. Because since, you're, since you are controlled by your emotions and, not, and, and your emotions are not, are not uh, connected to the intellect, so then what your emotions, how you feel about something could be entirely wrong. So you could feel great pity for Rishayim and, and, and you could feel... And you could feel no pity at all for tzaddikim, and therefore, that's also not a way of life. It's also not a way of life. The way of life is that chibur, that connection, of what of the intellect and of the emotions, in every part of life. Adam she'ein haskala, a person who is not, who is not using his seichel. He, 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 he can grab the luluf and he can chuckle the luluf, he can shake the luluf upside down. You know that the luluf, you see this by a lot of people that, they, that, they, that they don't know this, that the luluf is never supposed to be bent down. A lot of people bend, when they make the nanuim, they bend it down. You're not supposed to do that. According to the Rizal, the luluf has to be held straight, always. Whenever you make the nanum, even when you make the nanum going down, you don't go like that. Like many people do, you, you go down. You shouldn't. Because it's a serious thing. It's a very serious thing. 
if Khalila you you um, reverse, you invert the Lulav, even partially. The Lulav has to stay straight. So a person that, that didn't learn, he doesn't know, he could be filled with it, with great passion and he's all excited about the mitzvah of Lulav. And instead of instead of doing instead of accomplishing what the Lulav can accomplish, which we know, that even that the Nanu of the Lulav have unbelievable kaifas, like Rashi says there in the Gemara, to to push away the bad ruchais, bad kaifas of the world. But if but if the person is taken over and he, and he doesn't know the halachas, he doesn't know what Rabbi Chaim Vital said, and he never learned it, and he's just it's just his emotions. So he wants to take he wants to take the luluf and maybe he wants to do the luluf like he does with Hada, with Ara, like with Aravis, with Ashanis. and he's going down there and, and that and that what does that do that does just the opposite the fakir that going with going with the going chas with the luluf pointing it down it causes more dinam causes more problems more aggravation it doesn't push away the bed ruchas it brings down bed ruchas and the guy never in his world in his life would want to do that he's a real good guy. But he, he, his emotions are, are terrific, but he doesn't know. So, if a person, the Enel Haskolam, and the Enel Lulav Teifis, Aisha Hofov, Kamesh Kosber, Chaim Vital, Shemari Lakaka, Rakmari Dinim, who writes in the name Kavana Teifis, the guy has fantastic Kavanas. He heard that, if, he heard that with, the, with the motions of Lulav, you can really push away all kinds of bad rufus, bad face. He can, he can help the whole world. He can get rid of all of Klaiso's enemies. And instead, what does he do? He puts the Lulav like this down, and he causes Khalil more Dinim to come to the world. He's a good guy, he comes to shul, but what he's doing is not, it's not good. He's, 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 he's messing things up. You have a kind of person, also very, very warm emotions. And God forbid if there's an accident, and he happens to be there, he's a kind of a guy, he'll help anybody. So there's an accident right away. This guy is mamish muchen He just wants to help. The problem is like this: He never learned. He never learned uh, first aid. He never. He never learned. Uh, and because he never learned first aid, he, he never took any courses. Even though he's a great guy. So so according to the halachas, uh, according to the halachas of, of medicine. The last thing in the world you could do, that you should do with this guy, is to move him, right? But this guy's such a nice guy. He goes over the guy has the guy has a broken spine. He's, his his liver's over here. His heart's over there, and he and he brings him and says, and he gives him a hug. He says, "Don't worry, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> I love you. You're gonna be okay." And then he opens his arms and he says, "Gestorben." And he, he, didn't, he didn't even give him a chance to say a shema yourself. That's how fast he finished him off. So with all of his good emotion, with all of his good feelings, Lamaisa, he killed the guy. Obviously, that's a very extreme example, but that happens all the time with much less extreme examples. He killed, he killed a guy. Who is Kavan He had fantastic intentions. But in Halach, he's a Ritzach. All right, he's a Ritzach, but he's a murderer. He's a murderer. It would be the time this he would have to go to Niamikwad. He's a Ritzach, if you don't know how to take care of people who are injured, then hold your emotions back, use your seichel, and call, stand on the side, wait, do other things you could do to be helpful. But don't let your, you can't just be subject to your emotions. There are people who with 
good kavanis, with all kinds of nice intentions, destroy the world. Look, the, the beginning of the Chorban was, the, the, the beginning of the Tsarist, all was from Adam Rishon. So you think Adam Rishon didn't have good intentions? You think Adam Rishon was a bad guy? Adam Rishon had great intentions. You know, from the Svar Makadoshim, Adam Rishon had very big, big kavanis, all kinds of unbelievable thoughts that he had, and all kinds of ideas that he had about how he could, how he could help, how, what, what he could do. So he had, He had, when the, last, the, the next to the last paragraph on Nam Gimel, he had Kavana Taiva when he ate from the Etzadaz. But from that good Kavana that he had, Ad Hayyayim, Ha'elam Kulay Sava. Can you imagine how bad other mission feels? Like every single one of us, and every single person throughout all of history, from that time of other mission, whoever had any problems, from the biggest problems of God, from dying and sorrows and who knows what, earthquakes and suffering and Holocaust, to somebody like uh, having a moment's aggravation over a, over a hangnail over a missed appointment. All of that goes back to the Mauritian. All of that goes back to the Mauritian. That's like the biggest oops in, the, in, in human history is the Mauritian. And where did it all come from? It came from very good Kavana. There's no question that he had, that he had, that he had fantastic Kavana, that he wanted to do something good. It's not even a question. He brought death to the world. He thought he was giving life to the world. And all the problems of Panosa. Everybody has to schlep around looking for Panosa. And everybody has to worry about Panosa. All of that, all of Golas, all of Panosa, all Tsaris comes from other reasons, good intentions. Everybody's suffering from these Tsaris. With good Kavanas alone, you cannot manage in life. Absolutely not. The whole secret of life. Is to integrate the koyach of the seichel, that's within us, with the emotions, the koyach of regish emotions, that's inside of us. And this we're going to learn is exactly what Yeres Hashem consists of. Yeres Hashem. Now we'll see, how does that connect to Yeres Hashem? What does it mean to be a God-fearing person? Remember, we learned that the biggest chachma in the world is to make shalom bayis. Shalom bayis when you have two worlds, two completely different worlds sitting in front of you. Again, in the classic, in the classic typology, the male, which is more connected to the way of the intellect, and the female, which is more connected to the way of the emotions. The hardest thing is to take the Chama and the Levana, the sun and the moon, and, and to make Shalom. That's the Sait Ha'ibur. That's the secret of, of the Jewish calendar, of making Shalom between the mind and the heart. That's the hardest thing. Just to talk to a guy and, to, and a guy to talk to a guy in his Indian, that's, that's hard, but it's not such a big Chachma. Just to talk to, to a woman in her way, in her Indian, especially if it's a woman talking to a woman, that's, that's it's a Chashiv thing, but it's not such a Chachma. The hardest thing the biggest chachma is to be mishalev, to integrate two opposites. So what's the biggest chachma? So we say every day, those who say in the Nusach when they get up, we learn. Ashiyotza means 
the biggest chachme is to, to be able to integrate in a healthy way the two opposites of the intellect and the heart. That's Reifikal Bosa, Umafli Lasais, that's joining together the Nisham and the Guf, which is the Pella, the wonder of joining together two opposites. The biggest Chachma is to take two opposites and to make Shalom between them. That's Chachma. The two opposites in our lives that, that we live with every minute of our lives is the intellect and the heart, the mind and the emotions. If it says in Pasik, Reishis Chachma, Yiras Hashem, that the beginning of Chachma is Yiras Hashem, it means that in order to be a Yirei Shemaim, to be a real Yirei Hashem, you have to somehow master this Chachma of integrating the mind and the emotions. You will not be a Yirei Shemaim if you're purely a person of Seichel, and you will not be a Yirei Shemaim if you're purely a person of emotions. But to be a Yirei Shemaim, Reish is Chachma, Chachma means to join together, the two opposites of the mind and the heart. In order to be a Yerushalayim, how is that? That's the Chachma. Yerush Hashem is really the Chachma. It's the biggest Chachma in the world. It's not like you see a person that, that like recently there was going around this story I heard it from different people. I don't know, a little bit different way. And I'm not going to tell the whole story. But in the but the end of the 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 end of the story was that there was a a, a woman who was a Holocaust survivor. Maybe you saw this somewhere. A woman who was a Holocaust survivor, and she didn't know she didn't know that you're not allowed to to touch a man. And she was introduced to Ramesha Feinstein. You heard about this? And she saw with her son something introduced to Ramesha Feinstein. It was an aunt. And she went up to Ramesha Feinstein. She heard he was the greatest rabbi in the world. And she went over to Ramesha Feinstein and she planted a kiss on his. On his, on his she went up to Ramesha to the Gadol Hador and, and gave him a kiss. So the person that was there, I don't know if it was her son or somebody else, nephew, the nephew was there, and this is the biggest horror <coughs> in his entire life to see that his aunt, and he made the introduction, his aunt ran over and planted a kiss on Ramesha Feinstein. So, and Ramesha Feinstein. Ramesha Feinstein went to him. He, went, he shushed that he shouldn't say anything because he was the nephew was going to jump up, and and Ramesha said, and and said a lotion that uh, that she you see to him afterwards you see the number the numbers on her arm she's holier than she's holier than us the numbers on her arm. Now, I, I I don't know the exact but something like that. So if you were real if you were a person that was let's say. Either if you were, if it was a matter of pure your Yiddishkeit was purely a matter of, of intellect. So we have here a terrible situation of 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 uh, 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 a major violation in halacha. Not that Rav Moshe was ready for that. Not that he could have done anything about it. But if your entire Yiddishkeit was one of cold seichel, so then, so then then this this was the most terrible thing and pusher. To, to do something and to, and to scream afterwards and to, and to make a machah and to, and, and to that. On the other hand, if, you're, if your entire Yishka was a matter of pure emotions, then you, then you would be makar by the people you can kiss anyway. You know, if it will make her feel better. Right? And, and Rabbi Yishka could, could go to lean over and give her a kiss. That, that chachma, that chachma of Yerushalayim that knows the balance between intelligence, intellect, and emotions, that's that's Reish's Chachma Yerush Hashem. 
when you see somebody like that that's a true Yerei Shemayim, a true Yerei Shemayim, where the Yerei Shemayim is a perfect fusion of the mind and of the heart, that's a big Chachma. That's a huge Chachma. It's not a matter of just knowing a lot of Torah. Because you could have, you could, a person can know a lot of Torah and it's so imbalanced that it, it comes out that it's not, it's not Yerei Shemayim. Even though officially he's very firm that it's not Yerei Shemayim. And he explains. The Chachma that is hidden in Yerei Shemayim, in Yerei, he lakachas es hakoach hasichli is to take the koach of the seichel, the koach harigshi and the koach of regish of the heart of emotions, we live all imahim biyachad and to and to be poil to work with them together. Univayer, this is I'm going to explain. Hamdal. Kulam yoridim sheish gehenna. We all know that there's a thing after life. There's a there's a mitzvah that's called a bad thing that's called Gehanim. It's called Gehanim. Mimafachid Gehanim. So who's afraid of Gehanim? Everybody's afraid according to his level. This person's afraid. Gehanim's a scary thing. Mahabaya. What's the problem? Come on, So they say this from a few tzaddikim, but not probably Rabshis or another tzaddikim. So, I mean, everybody's afraid of Gehenim. So then, so then, if everybody's afraid of Gehenim, and we know that if you do, if we can do a virus, then we go to Gehenim. So then, that should be the end of a virus, no? You think it would put the, you think that it would put the Yitzhar out of business? Everybody is afraid of Gehenim. Everybody is afraid of Gehenim. So, if a virus gets you to Gehenim, then, then you wouldn't do a virus. If you're afraid to go to, if you're afraid to take a to take a car ride to East New York, and to be let off in the street there, with you, you know, in the middle of East New York, if you're afraid, then you don't take the bus or the taxi to East New York, because it's a bad place for you. For you, it's not a good place. So if Gehenna is a bad place, and a virus seem to be the ticket, if you have a virus, you say, oh, I can get in, then you can get in. So then, if you don't want to go to Gehenna because you're afraid of Gehenna, then the last thing in the world you want to do. Is to do avayus, so the modern people do avayus if they're afraid of Gehenna. It's a simple question. So what's the problem? Ma baya, kmeishayimim. So there's a saying from the tzaddikim: Ilo hatayv ha'isak suva b'svarim va'gehenna ha'yilufaneno. If tayvus, if the yetsahar and tayvus desires and yetsahar, if that was something we would just read about in the svarim. In other words, we wouldn't really feel them, but we would just read about them, and we would know about them intellectually that there's that there's such a thing that taiv is, right? That Gehenim ha'yilufaneno, but and Gehenim hell is something that we would see with our eyes, mamish, that we would see with our eyes, and hakol ha'yibaseida, then then everything would be fine, and then nobody would go to get nobody would nobody would go to Gehenim. If taiv this were just a matter of uh, of an academic intellectual um, reality. That a person thinks about in his head, but that was Titus. And Gehenna was something that he really saw with his eyes, then we would all be fine. Titus is just something that's in the in, in, in matter of the intellect. And Gehenna is a place that you actually see with your eyes, and it scares you. It scares you because when you see with your eyes, it's scary. Then I call you to say that everything would be fine. The problem is that it's. The matziv is hafuch. It's reversed, which is what 
Hagehenim costed Bereshis Chacham. The Gehenim is not anything we ever saw. Gehenim is a matter of the intellect, because we you learned about it maybe. And you read if you learned in Bereshis Chacham, you learned in Svarim. Well, there's a thing called Maseches Gehenim, Maseches Chibur Akevarav. If you read about like bad stuff that that's, that could be after a person dies, if that, that's you just read about it, so it's just a matter of it's just a matter of the intellect. So you read Eishes Chachma. You maybe learned a little bit in other form. The problem is Vataiva the Negedinenu. The problem is that the Taiva, the Taiva is in front of your eyes. The desires, the Yitzhara, is walking in front of you. It's in front of your eyes. Therefore, a person's Kemat not afraid of Gehenim. Gehenim is something you read about. Taiva is something that you that you feel, because of the Taiva that you see in front of your eyes that create desires. So if you ask a question, listen, if you know that there's such a thing called Gehenim and you're afraid of that, then why do you do why do you why do you give in to your tithes? So the answer, this is what Rabbi other Sadiqim said, the answer is the problem is that Gehenim I know about from books that I read. Tithes I feel I feel firsthand. So uh, uh, therefore the Pachad is Kemat Enokai. The fear of Gehenim is Kemat not there, because it's only a matter of cold intellect, of things that we heard about, that we read about. And even though maybe when you're a kid, you're scared a little bit like this or like that, but it's not something that really, really makes a rush on a person. So, in a person's mind, everybody knows, for all my meaning, we know there's, such, there's something called Gehenim. And there are a lot of horrible descriptions of Gehenim, of what it means. But who feels that? It's something we know about, but who feels it? Often TV, naturally, a normal person, Kimat, doesn't feel that. He knows that there's a Gehenim, he doesn't feel it. How does a person build Yura, fear, Yura Shemaim? How does a person build that? Beginning with the most basic level of Yura Sachet that we were talking a lot about. In the Bavari Mishkan Evna that we learned the last Chalik and Chalik Beis that we learned, how does a person build the most basic Yira? It means that if what you knew about in your mind would affect your heart, you'd be afraid. If, you, if what you knew about in your head would make its way into your heart, in other words, if Gehenna was not just something you read about in the Seif and it was interesting, uh, 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 that you learned about in the Reis Chachma and Sheva Musa or something, but rather it was something that traveled from your mind into your heart, then you would talk to have a pachet, you would have a fear. This is a Let's look at an, an opposite example, Mamash the opposite. There's a food that's sitting in front of you that you have a taiva to eat. But you know that the hechsher is questionable. Now you're really, really hungry, and this is your favorite food, and it has a questionable hechsher. You know how things start to go funny in your brain, right? There's a questionable hechsher. You start to think about different heterim. You remember there were like these kosher pesach marshmallows where the Rav Amarsha died like 20 years ago. Hmm. So you start to think that, you know, maybe he came back. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe maybe he came back already. Maybe it's not true. He didn't die. They just, some, the Balalash and Har from the other company wanted to be Malsen to say that they have better marshmallows than that. 
you know, you start to go in your head, you start to go crazy. In other words, he's in a place, so he'll rely upon the aid of, of the person who made this food, even though it's not. So I could trust this person. He starts to use all kinds of you know fancy things that he learned. Remember from the, from, that he learned in the Gemara a little bit. Gittin, he maybe learned Chazak Abalabayish Shumak Ben Alkashus. He starts to goes back a little bit Chazakus. Maybe he learned Chulun a little bit. You know, Abalabayish. He starts to toy around with some uh, basic concepts of which he knows very little about. What he does feel is a hunger for his favorite food. So now remember, we're trying to we're trying to develop a person's Yerushalayim. To be emes, a God-fearing person, fear is, is is an emotion. Fear is not a matter of pure safe. Fear is an emotion. So he starts to make these different things. Cheshbonis shaynim meshunim. He makes all kinds of interesting cheshbonis. Cheshbonis shaynim meshunim. Madu mut loylachal esamach. Why why is he allowed why is he allowed to eat this food? B'seichel yedaya intellectually. Intellectually, he knows. He knows that these are all bribes that his tithes are trying to pay off his seichel. He knows these are bribes. His, his tithes, his heart is slipping, is slipping a bill, is slipping a shaykhid, is slipping something to the brain that the brain should get, should get blackmailed. I mean, he knows that. He knows that it's just his, his hunger, his tithe is, is slipping something to the seichel. Let this, let this tithe go through. So the seichel, then the seichel come up and say, yes, it's uh, chazak on this person, you know, it's a good hersha, and just sometimes you can't eat it. You know, if you're not hungry, then you're not allowed to eat from the hersha. But if you are hungry, you can eat from the hersha. You know, whatever. It's, it could be because of I'm going to die if I don't have this uh, ice cream sandwich or something. So the, he knows in his, he knows in his seichel, uh, what? That his heart is just paying off the seichel, that it's just slipping in a little seichel. He knows that. The problem is, he feels in his heart, he feels within him a strong rotsen to eat this. Again, this food is not something he's reading about in a book. He sees it in front of his eyes. His hunger, he's not reading about. His hunger, he feels it. It's, it's clear to him that he's hungry. As far as as far as the seichel is concerned, it's a matter of kashvus, sof kasof, Person is maybe Shemesh Shabbos, and you know, that's in the, it's all in Seichel. Seichel, I'm not slick, Lishlai to love. So, what happened to this guy's Yerushalayim? What happened to him is he threw it away. He threw it away for a piece of food. Because the Seichel couldn't compete with the regish, with the emotion. The taiva that he had was right in front of his eyes. The Seichel he had was something which is purely intellectual, and the Seichel, therefore, could not, could not compete. With the regish, with the emotion, with the taiva of having that food. Every single one of us has been in this situation, whether it's with food or some other taiva. We've been in this situation thousands and thousands of times. That's what life is about. So, yeshnam imkain, l'kaim is shalena l'chadesh, or l'chadet hargosha. Therefore, the truth is that in life, there are certain times and places where we have to create or we have to strengthen and sharpen an emotion. <coughs> the example was the first one. In the case of what we know intellectually, Gehenim, that doesn't help me to stay away from the Aveyor. I have to take that 
That which I know in my mind, I have to somehow use that information that I have in order to live nice hargosha because I believe. I have to somehow take that knowledge that I have that I learned in the Sefer about Gehenna. I have to take that knowledge and I somehow have to do what? I have to be mechadish, mechadish. I have to strengthen and sharpen that and draw it into my emotions. That what? The fear. So that I have a fear of this Avera. That I have a fear of Gehenna. That I have Yeres Chet, Yeres Oynish. On the other hand, from the second example of the guy that has a taiva to eat, there, the problem is the opposite. There, my emotions are very strong. There, my taiva for the food is very strong. The food's in front of me, and I want it. So now I have to take my moyach. Now I have to strengthen and sharpen my mind. In the first example with Gehenim, there I have to strengthen my emotions, the emotion of fear. Here, I have to strengthen my seichel, my moyach. My, my mind knows that this kashrus is questionable and it's not up to my standards. Period. Stop playing games with the emotions, with the heart. See here, that my mind has to be stronger than this destructive or negative emotion. I have to uproot it. So you see, this is what your Shemaim is all about. Yeras Hashem, Reish's Chachma. This is the Chachma of life. When, when, how and when to use each of these, the mind and the heart. When is it that I have to strengthen my emotion over the mind? When do I have to strengthen my mind over the emotion? To, to be able to forge a healthy balance between those two is the Said Ha'ibra, is the secret of, of the Ibra of life. Of making shalom bias within oneself, which is the tachlis, of making shalom within oneself. The ahava, when it comes to love, when it comes to love, a person can have some some love, uh, emotion, spiritual love, on the surface. Let's let's go look at a very basic example of a love, a love that is that is really shallow and superficial. Ahavas okay, love of Tyra. Fine. Every single Rishchaydish benching we ask ahavas ahavas So let's talk about ahavas Tyra. Yeishlam harbi anoshim shabayifan tivi ohavim as limud hatayra. There are many people who naturally love to learn. It's exciting. They love going to Shiram and they love to learn. It's exciting for them. But that learning could be without any connection to the Baruch Shalom who commanded us to learn. It has nothing to do with any mitzvah. When these type of people sit down to learn, they feel the sweetness of learning. They very much enjoy the masikas, the sweetness of learning. Zel devar muchashi. It's something which is very tangible. They feel the, the sweetness of learning. Hatayra amedes mul This thing that they love, Tyra, is right in front of their eyes. This sugya in the Gemara that is so sweet, or this piece of, of chasidus, a musa that they're learning is so sweet, it's right in front of their eyes. It's like candy. And they mamish love it. And, and, they, and that person would say, I love Tyre. 
even though it might have nothing to do with the Rebbein who commanded to learn Torah. I love Torah. There are people that I've met in my life, maybe you have also, who are Mechalas, Shabbos, or Echel, and Shreves, who love Torah. Who love Torah. They love learning. They're interested, and they're fascinated by learning. But they have no Yerushamayim. So they feel the love of learning. It's something which they feel. On the other hand, Yira, on the other hand, is different from Ahava. Ahava, the same way, I love French fries. I love French fries. You, you love French fries, it's true, you enjoy French fries. I love, I love a black Gemara. Particularly this black Gemara. That's good. It's something you're trying to find your eyes, the black Gemara. You love it. You love French fries, and you love the black Gemara. That doesn't make you into your Asian mind. The fact that you learn a black Gemara might not stop you from doing a various either. <coughs> What's Yira? Lumas Zeis, Hayira Kula Bnuya Al Yisai Shadavar Sha'enai Nimsa Mulhainai. One's fear of God, one's Yer Shemaim, depends completely dafka on something that you cannot see with your eyes. Hashem. You can't see with your eyes. Fear of God. Gehanim. Gan Eden. No, you can't see that with your eyes. You don't see that with your eyes. You don't see that. The French fries you see. You love French fries. The black gemara you see. You love the black gemara. Davening, it's very hard to davening to fake that. You can say you, you love davening. You love davening because all of davening is talking to somebody you don't see. Right? It's very hard. The davening, the black gemara, you, you look at the black gemara and you love the black gemara. Very few people could, it's very hard to love the siddur without your shaman, you understand? That's why davening is not doing so well these days. And it's been a struggle from the beginning. Because davening, what fuels a person's davening? That which you can't see. Yerushalayim. Of course, I have a shem. But love for the one that you can't see with your eyes. And fear for the one that you can't see with your eyes. A blood gemara, you see with your eyes. A blood gemara doesn't have to do with God at all. It doesn't have to do with God at all. There's a, there's a guy that I know. We just together with him. Means in the same place. A guy that I know. That he, he he spends the entire weekend, Shabbos and Sunday, learning Gemara. He comes to davening or come into davening, like the last ten and fifteen minutes, you know, talks and leaves. No shaykes to no shaykes to daven, no shaykes to rishon. But he 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 just learns all day. No shaykes to the rishon to davening. I don't know if it's rishon that's between every person. But you understand, he loves Gemara. It's in front of his eyes. It's sweet. When, you, when you're diving, you're talking to somebody you can't see. If your moon is not strong, if, if your your shalim is not strong, it's very, very hard to get into the davening. Because that's all about what you don't see. So, your shalim, reish is chachma, your shalim, your shalim is built entirely, it's built entirely upon something that you don't see with your eyes. You don't see with your eyes. A person has to be something in his in inside of himself that he doesn't see with his physical eyes. So with the blood gemara, he has to he has to see within himself 
to somehow imagine the Baruch Shalom and Chazal say that when you sit and you learn a Blad Kamar, when you sit and learn a Tyre, then the Shekhinah is, is shining connected, and the Shekhinah is sitting and learning with you. Right? Then the Baruch Shalom is sitting with you, Kivyachal learning. You don't see that. You see, you see Yecharus, or you see just the Gemara. That's something you have to be mechalish in your head. The Shekhinah is sitting with me over here. So therefore, when I'm, when I'm learning a Blad Kamar, I have to, I have to be appreciate this God's Torah and have to be careful not to not to sit the wrong way like you can go into yeshiva and guys are sitting like, like in the you know the RKO if there's such a thing anymore like they're sitting in the movie you're sitting in the loading a black Gemara like they're sitting back on his chair and he's picking his teeth and he's scratching his head under his yarmulke and he's got to wash his hands already ten times since he's learning and in the middle of learning you could talk about in the one sentence you could talk about he could talk about the Gemara the next sentence he could be talking about the baseball or about Going, to, going out on a date in the middle of the It's without Yerushalayim. It's Torah without Yerushalayim. Why? Even though he likes the Blad Kemar. He's been in Yeshiva for years. And he can talk and learning. He's good. It's on Yerushalayim. Because God, you don't, see, you don't see in front of your eyes. You see the Gemara in front of your eyes. For God, you have to use your imagination. You have to close your eyes. Like we do during creation. And to connect to that. And to, and to feel that. It's not a matter of the intellect. It's a matter of feeling. So, all of Yira is built on what? On that which you can't see. I can't see Gehenna. No. I can't see. I, the Taiva I could see. The Taiva I could see. When it comes to this, Adam Nitzach Lachad is done. He presses the Mechad is something. Even though he can't see God with your eyes, but he has to be inside of himself, an awareness of the Rabbi Yishlam. So when he's sitting and learning, he sits, he sits with Yashamayim. He's not reading, he's not reading a novel. He's sitting, he's learning, he's learning Hashem. He's learning Torah. How a person acts, how a person, how a person talks, and so on. See. When it comes to davening, he has to mechalish that in his in his. He knows that there's a Rabbi Shalom, but he doesn't see. So that's something he has to mechalish. He has to he has to bring it into his heart. Therefore, Yiras Hashem is the biggest chachma. It's the biggest chachma. Not being a smart guy, he can be a smart guy and not a Yerushalayim at all. Not being a genius, not being able to say over t- t- you know t- ten thousand mishnayos or something, but, but being a person, but but your shemayim, that's also of course that's a that's a hard thing. But a chachma, your shemayim is the biggest chachma. Remember that Ramchal was saying earlier that what's happened is that when it comes to Musa and Avodas Hashem, that the people in yeshiva are very sharp, like the people who are learning, they're very sharp. They're big chacham and bein name in their eyes. They don't see any need for this. You want to tell me I should be from? Tell me in two sentences. I have to read all these from about. Tell me. And they don't think of it as they look down upon the people who in yeshiva who are very, very, very into you, into, into learning Musa, Chsidis, and, and Avaida, and Davening. The, the sharper people look at them as being like, you know, they couldn't make it in learning, so they're like this. They're not big Chachamim. And the Ramchal says, this, this is the biggest Chachamim. Yiras Hashem. Hein Yiras Hashem hi Chachamim. says in Pos. Hein Yiras Hashem hi Chachamim. It's the biggest Chachamim. It's the biggest Chachamim. The guy could be a big genius, and he and he's all he's all he's talking about is what he sees with his eyes. It's very harsh, but it doesn't have any any ability 
to what? To to go beyond that, which is IC, and to join together the, the seichel of Torah, the chacham of Torah, with the hargosh, with the feeling and the awareness of the version who gave the Torah. Therefore, the Navi cries, Taif say hatar, la yiduni. The Taif say the people who are the big, the big tamicham, they, they don't know me. They are no shaykhs to me. That's the deeper meaning of the Haaretz. Why, why the Chorban took place, which is just Tishavah. Shalabarcha b'tar t'chima. Which the morale, we're going to get a morale, they explain what I mean. They didn't say b'ch's atar, everybody says b'ch's atar. Shalabarcha b'tar t'chima means that they didn't think of the one who was giving them, who gave the term. They were just saying fancy shirim, learning all kinds of fancy things, but never had nothing to do with the Barsha. So you tell this person, that's a chachma, to be Yerei Shemaim is a chachma. That's a chachma to be Yerei Shemaim. And look at Yankel over here, he's a front of guy. But he's an Amaris. It says in the Pasuk, Hein Yeres Hashem Hichachma. What does that mean? Hein Yeres Hashem Hichachma. V'zeh Hashar L'Hashem, Sadiq Me'evoyot. That's the gateway. That's the Shar L'Hashem that only the Tzadikim can enter to that place. Of what? Yerushamayim. That's the biggest Chachma. Yerush Hashem, here Shar. Yerush Hashem is the gate. Darka Yimarki V'odim is a Seichel V'aregish B'fasachas. Yerush Hashem is that Chachma that enables the person <coughs> to fuse, to join together his mind and his heart, to balance his intellect and his emotions. And that is the way to become a Yerei That is the way to becoming a God-fearing person. It's never going to work just with the intellect, and it's never going to work just with the emotions. Yeres Hashem <coughs> is that balance between the two. As we learned from these two examples. Im Adam Higiel Yira, page Mem Hay. If a person has reached that Madrega of Yira, that he's Bamas, a Yerashamayim, Im Adam Higiel Yira, the Hechrech, it must be Sheikhid, Lefachis Barama Mesuyamas, that he has joined together and brought together, at least to some degree, a Sichloi, his Seichel, Yachad, Im Libai, together with his heart, Bevasacha simultaneously. And that's by all the Tzidik, and we see that. By all the tzaddikim you see them. kulam. All other things. Vavai. Shagam bahem With all things in life, certainly there has to be a combination of the intellect and of the emotions. But the root of that harkova, of that joining together, of that combination, of that healthy balance between Seichel and Regesh, the root of that is in that midah that's called Yira, Yira Shabbayim. Yesh Bezek HaMovan, Oyed Ravdim HaMukim Yesh, there are many deeper layers to this. Avol Naganu B'Nekuda HaSharoshis, we've touched upon the most basic Nekuda. Lachain, therefore, Eitzel Rav HaAnashim, by most people, the musag, the concept of Yer Shemayim, is very hard to understand. Even though we talk about it, and again, we read a lot about it, but it's very, very hard to actually reach and to comprehend what does it mean, true Yer Shemayim. And again, it doesn't mean just that you're very, very, very firm in what you do. To be real Yer Shemayim. Hayira, Shiesh Lanuhi, Adar Klal, Kamashakosabanavi, 
most of the times, our year, the year that we have, is what the Navi describes as Vatiyir Asim Aisi Mitzvahs Anashim Milumada. Meaning, we just do a lot of things because of a habit and without feeling, like a person who, who might enjoy the Gemara but not because of Hashem. Or the person who puts on film and goes to Shul and does this and that, but just as a matter of, of, uh, of a certain routine that, that's become his life. Yirazu, Einan Levas, Mehakar Hasichlis. <laughs> this type of year that you just go through the motions of being a from person, of being, of being a yid, this type of year does not come from a deep understanding of the mind that has that has penetrated into the depths of your heart. That's not that. Yeah, that's not the year. It's obvious that each person has some degree of year. And for that reason, he's not going to turn on the light on Shabbos. He's afraid to do that. But why is he afraid? He's afraid because that's a year that he's just gotten into the habit of keeping since he's in the world. Or later in life, he accepted. And it's a that's become just a way of habit. He doesn't, he doesn't turn on lights on Shabbos. So in any year of Be'etzim, it's not that he's afraid Be'etzim, to feel fear. It wasn't like it was something that he wasn't afraid of at all. But Omal, he worked on this. And he, he worked hard. Until he reached the point that he felt mamish afraid to do that, to, to, to turn on the light. It's not anything he worked at. It's not anything he developed. It was mechadeh or mechadeh, a sense of fear of the chilul Shabbos. It's just this was Shabbos. There's only a few people that are like that. Hayirish and nimsis b'derek klal. It's a rov shemer hatayra mitzvus hayiratives. Most of the year of Shemayim that's by Jews, that are Shemayim Mitzvahs, is just a natural year that they have, because they were raised that way and they're afraid to do it. That, that they don't, they're afraid, they wouldn't, they're afraid, they don't feel a pachad or a year. They're just, uh, just afraid, uh, because that's how they were raised, and it's just their life, and they don't want to get in trouble, and they don't want to do anything different, and so on. I'm not talking even about such a silliness of a person whose entire year is only that other people should see him. I'm talking about somebody who is not afraid of people watching him. That's not year. That's year's boss of Adam. I'm talking about a person who wouldn't turn on a light, even if he was by himself. He would never turn on a light on Shabbos. But it, but not because he's, he's worked on having a feeling of fear of Hashem or a pachad of Shabbos. But because it's mitzvah and Hashem Lumada, it's just a habit. That's how he lives. A yira amitis, true yira, he oisa nakuda, shekish odam noilod, huloyis yaramiza. True yira is the type of a yira, and there's something where a person, that when he was born, and the way that he was raised, he's not, he wasn't afraid of it. He's not afraid of that. Hulomad vihigila karpnimis. And he learned, and he came to understanding something in a deep way. And then what? Then he worked hard, understanding more and more and more, thinking about this, the truth of Shabbos, the truth of this Indian. And, and he davened, he davened that Hashem should help him to feel that which he understands, the chashivas of Shabbos, the holiness of Shabbos, whatever it is, and that, and that penetrated deep into his heart. That year that's deep in the heart of a person, that, in truth, is the kli for all of life. He says, let me explain why. 
We know that the tachlis of all that we're doing is not here in this world. This entire world is just a hallway. It's just a, a, a corridor that leads to that leads to the, the, the place that we're going to. But even Eilam Haba is not the ultimate tachlis. Even Eilam Haba is not tachlis that we go move into some new place. The tachlis, uh, but the tachlis of Eilam Haba is to, is, to, is to understand more and more and more and to connect in a deeper and deeper way to the to the Rebbein That's the tachlis of Eilam Haba. It's not, it's not that you're done with this world that puts you in a hotel and then you, and then you sit around watching reruns. The tachlis of, of Eilam Haba is the Vegas Bashar. It's the highest stage of what? Of Hakara Gemura, the full, complete Hakara awareness and recognition of the Barnishlam. Any Jew that serves Hashem here in this world just so they should have a word, lost love in the future, that's not the tachlis of life. That you should just get a reward. The whole Indian of Elam Habba is the Vekis Bashem. A tachlis amitis the tachlis is that when it comes to Elam Haba, after this world, everybody should know Hashem, be from the smallest person to the greatest person. Everybody should know Hashem. Kulam Yedu is Hashem. Page Membav. Mishu Ra'as Abari Elam. Is there anybody who ever lived who saw God? Kilayerani Adam Vachai. Even Moshe Benu couldn't see. No person who's ever, has ever seen Hashem. Any person who works on himself, that by knowing something in his mind, even though you can't see it with your eyes, but by knowing in his mind, from that to bring the heart, to set the hakara, is so clear and it's so strong that it brings his heart, to feel. That person can come to a point where he feels, mamish, he feels in a real way the mitzvahs of Hashem in his heart. When it comes to the mind, you can't see God. You can't prove it. You can't see it. In your mind you can't see Hashem, certainly not with your physical eyes. Therefore, if a person's entire avayda Hashem is purely with the intellect, beyond any doubt, that this person who's just a seichel will never reach Hashem. Because the human mind, just the intellect, can't be masik Hashem. As it says in the, in the Zohar, that no mind can, can possibly be typhus, can, can possibly grasp and understand God. But but on the other hand, the person whose entire fight is just with emotions, usually also not also not reach God. because he'll reach all kinds of other things that he thinks are God, like his girlfriend or his steak, you know, all kinds of things that he that he worships, but not God, because he's filled with all kinds of crazy mistakes, and his emotions are very strong. One must use his intellectual, his, the intellect, and that way of understanding and thinking, the mitzvahs of Bayer, the mitzvahs of Hashem, to to bring it deep, deep, deep into the heart, 
And then he could truly recognize Mitzvah Hashem. And that's the meaning of Reish's Chochma Yiras Hashem. That's the Chochma of, of what? Of using the Seichel and using the heart and, use, and, and, and bringing them together because that's the biggest Chochma. To take the two opposites, the Seichel and the Leiv, and to bring them to, And only when a person does that can his life be a life of Yiras of Hashemayim. And how this works and how we put these two together. That's what the safe is about. Mezah Hashem will continue next, continue next week.